0: Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. Hello, everyone. In this 50th episode of Energy Talks, we will follow up on our earlier episodes about the importance of testing and monitoring partial discharge, also known as PD more specifically we will address the importance of permanent online pd monitoring my guests are bogdan gorgan and patrick sander they are both omicron pd experts and they have joined me before in previous episodes most recently episode 38 about temporary online pd monitoring in this episode Bogdan and Patrick will discuss when it makes sense to consider monitoring PD on a permanent basis and how it helps users observe trends in PD activity over time and ensure the remaining performance reliability of their electrical equipment. Bogdan and Patrick, welcome back to Energy Talks to participate in our 50th
1: episode. Hi, Scott. Thanks for inviting me. It's nice to be a part of this podcast here.
2: Well, also from my side, thank you for having me again. It's good to be back.
1: Thank you both for
0: joining me for this discussion about permanent online PD monitoring. Bogdan, let me start with you. Could you remind us from previous Energy Talks episodes about what the presence of PD activity tells us about the insulation condition of electrical equipment?
1: Yeah, so in my opinion, partial discharge is one of the best, if not the best, indicator that shows or characterizes the condition of the electrical insulation. Based on the PD results, we can say if the insulation is in a good or bad condition. The difference between uh, PD or partial discharge and other methods, here I would mention dissipation factor or insulation resistance, is that PD detects defects at a very early stage when they are minor. Yes, yeah? so the defects are minor, but also can show the defect type based on the well-known uh, PRPD diagram, phase-resolved partial discharge diagram, internal defects like voids or delamination or uh, different discharges between different insulation layers, even floating potential, bad contact, etc. Additionally, if we do measure with a multi-synchronous phase system, we can also say what phase is more affected. Okay,
0: so what actually causes insulation in electrical equipment to fail
1: and how is partial discharge activity related to the failure process? During its lifetime, the electrical insulation is being stressed by a combination of different factors. Mm -hmm. Factors like temperature, electrical uh, fields, mechanical, and as well as environmental stress. So all of these stresses weaken the insulation in time and thus decreasing its remaining lifetime. PD can be present in all types of insulation materials and has a double role in this picture. First, is PD is an indicator that shows the insulation condition, but at the same time is a degradation cause or stress to the insulation. As mm-hmm. an example, if we have a small COVID cavity inside the insulation, this is a weak point. And under electrical stress, this region will discharge itself, and these discharges will erode, erode further and further the insulation, causing the degradation. Uh, just wanted to mention an important point, that some insulation materials are stronger than others. As an example, the XLPE insulation of a cable is a lot less resistance to PD than the mica insulation of a rotating machine okay
0: so bogdan when should one be concerned about the presence of partial discharge activity
1: in electrical assets yeah um, a very good question so if we do a standard partial discharge test or measurement standard means in a lab or factory then um, based on the measured pd level the insulation is accepted or not accepted however if we monitor an asset then the standard approach is not possible here anymore due to the presence of high external disturbances and other differences in uh, comparing to the standard. But in this case, the trend is the key to judge and not necessarily the measured amplitude. So if the trend is increasing at a fast rate and the uh, alarms that were set, the thresholds that were set were exceeded, this would be a reason to be concerned and start evaluating the results further.
0: In our episode 38 about temporary PD monitoring, you and Patrick mentioned the occasional need to observe detected partial discharge activity online to determine its severity
1: and rate of growth over time. Could you elaborate again on this point? Yeah, I think that looking at PD online, also detecting PD online, which means when the asset is uh, in operation, is very good because the stresses, uh, like voltage or temperature, are the real ones, so to say, the mm-hmm. ones that the insulation sees in a in a normal operation. But yeah, but the advantage of of doing a monitoring session instead of a spot measurement is that you can see how and if the measured signals are changing or increasing and at which rate. This can help uh, also to better evaluate the external disturbances that are affecting the online test, not only to see how the confirmed PD is increasing. Okay, very good. But just to clarify,
0: you have also mentioned in previous episodes that you will still need diagnostic measurements even though you begin Monitoring PD
1: activity. Is
0: this correct?
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. I mean, in our world, PD world, diagnostic means um, that you use features that exist in the software, with which you can really say uh, more things about the, the that defect per se. Yeah. So using all the all the the, diag- the so-called diagnostic features for the uh, that the software brings what can can better evaluate the results also that the term diagnostic is mm, let's say mostly used in uh, when uh, you do an offline test yeah mm-hmm. so you can do a combination of starting the diagnostic in uh, in the online regime and then you need more information and then uh, go to the offline regime yeah and test offline Very good. Okay. Thank you for this background information, Bogdan.
0: Patrick, why do asset managers actually decide to permanently monitor PD activity in their electrical equipment? Which types of equipment are monitored most, and what do they want to accomplish with permanent online PD monitoring? That's a very good question in my opinion. Um
2: and I wanna say it's typical like asset managers typically monitor different assets. Uh what is quite uh yeah, quite common in the industry is that motors and generators are monitored uh for transformer it's uh, it's more or less a a given fact that PD monitoring is used for high voltage and extra high voltage cable. It's it's a it's a growing field. So if I want to rank this like I would say first would be motors and generators. Then transformers and then cables, high voltage and extra high voltage cables. Mm-hmm. And one thing that is in common, I guess, for all assets is, asset manager ultimately want to have a risk reduction system. So they know the assets they don't grow better over time. So if anything, the um, the half of the insulation system, the half of the asset is, is decreasing. So they want to have kind of an alarm clock or anything in that toward that that direction to have a a system that prevents any unknown or unplanned failures, um, kind of a risk reduction system. And with PD monitoring, uh, especially for those asset named, um, it can be a very, very good indication that uh, if the PD activity is increasing over time, something's wrong with the asset and something needs to be planned or has to be acted upon. And it's really at the end of the day, helping the asset manager to plan maintenance and inspections, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Okay. So are we talking primarily about older equipment or also new equipment? Um
2: actually Both, I would say, uh, typically uh, in modern times, if a new asset is installed, people, because the technology is there, people are talking about installing a PD monitoring system from the beginning, which makes a lot of sense to have like an initial fingerprint measurement, fingerprint information. Um, But of course, since we have in the industry, in the energy segment, we have older asset talking specifically about transformers. I mean, there are transformers out there up to 40, 40 years in operation.
1: They are, mm-hmm.
2: they are basically reaching the end of the designed lifetime. So yes, also for them, people wanna have a better overview about the condition. So uh, yes, we're talking also about older assets. Typically, I wouldn't say it's a rule of thumb, and I wouldn't say it's like something which is a given fact, but typically the way I see it, people are investing either for a new asset, to have PD monitoring from the beginning, or investing into aged and older assets. Something in between can happen as well, like as a retrofit or something, but typically if we wanna have two groups, brand new assets, so new installations and older or aged assets.
0: Okay, thank you. What are the factors that really justify installing a permanent online PD monitoring system and equipment?
2: In my opinion, this is very subjective to the, um, to the account, so to the client and to the asset manager. I mean, obviously, uh, an unplanned outage right, is costing money to to the customer, whether it's a TSO, a, a DSO, whether it's a generating power plant or anything like that, or even an industrial customer. An outage which is not planned is costing somewhat money, right? Sure. So um, that is a, a given a fact. And so you could actually, the, the easy math would be you calculate how much costs are involved in an outage and you kind of justify it with that. I think that's too easy to just doing it that way. Yes. There's a factor to it for sure. But I but I think ultimately uh, the major justification is again with that set risk reduction system. So that more or less all times the asset manager can sleep well because he knows that their assets or his assets that he has to look after or she needs to look after um, are in good shape and are uh, in a condition that you can safely operate them. And I think that's the justification having having that peace of mind. Yes. Again, financial aspects to it as well, but it's not just a one-sided mathematical uh, equation. There are many factors to it, and in my opinion, again, uh, it depends on, on the particular client and the asset manager. It has to fit into the maintenance aspect, maintenance schematic, and everything. But a mixture of many many factors, both financially and uh, associated with some with some risk.
0: Okay. So, thank you. The next. Couple of questions i have maybe repeat what i just asked but perhaps it enables you to elaborate a bit more in your experience with asset managers who use permanent pd monitoring systems what do they value most about them
2: yeah you're correct i mean it's kind of uh, repeating what i just said but particularly when we talk about pd monitoring systems we're talking about a complex and uh, complicated and broad application. That is definitely one thing. The benefit, depending, is a little bit linked to the asset. So it's really dependent on the particular asset that we're monitoring but uh, PD monitoring or PD measurements are a very, very good indication for the health of the, of the installation. So one of the values besides having these soft factors like uh, risk reduction, having an overview about the condition is definitely having a detailed overview an in-depth overview about the installation as a, as a major component to the asset. So that's why asset managers are particularly investigating and investi- investing into PD monitoring systems compared to other holistic monitoring systems, which is definitely also a fact, but when we talk specifically about the partial discharge monitoring systems, having that detailed overview about the condition about the health of the installation system, that's definitely a major plus uh, that, that PD monitoring systems are offering.
0: Patrick, is it true that you do not need to be a PD expert to use and rely on a permanent PD monitoring system?
2: In a way, yes, you could say that you definitely need to have a certain interest in PD and partial discharge, right? So it's not like you just install it and you get a traffic light and everything is done on its own. And you can like, basically, if it turns red, you can expect to switch off the assets. So that's that's not the case. Um, But if you have a certain interest and you're willing to invest a certain time and a certain amount of energy to understand the nature and the application of PD, then obviously we offer features that help you and guide you in the analyzation and the trending in the usage of the monitoring system. That's a given fact, but also as I said before, it's a complex and broad application. So the more detail you have, the more experience you have, the better you can use and utilize a monitoring system. That's also a fact, but yes, having, having an overview um, and firstly, when we talk about PD monitoring systems, we're talking about trending system. Mm-hmm. Yes, with, with us, it's it's, it's high-end trending system, that's for sure, but we're talking about a trending system. And even if I'm not a an expert in PD testing, PD monitoring, PD diagnostics, I can definitely take some information away from an increasing stable or decreasing trend. So there are some things where you don't need to have, or don't need to be an expert, but certain things, like when we talk about localization of uh, PD defects in cables, um, analyzation of different uh, defect classes, then you definitely have to have some experience and have to have some knowledge uh, in regards to PD.
0: Very good. What is the benefit of permanently monitoring PD activity on multiple pieces of either the same or different types of equipment?
2: In our particular case, uh... For example, I'm, I'm taking an example of being a generation power plant, right? They mm-hmm.
0: they have a generator, they
2: might have cables, but maybe we're putting the cables a little bit on the side, but they definitely will have a uh, generator step-up transformer being connected to the block, to the generating block, uh, to transmit the energy and to convert the voltage from some uh, kilovolts, so 10, 23 kilovolts, something in that range, up to the extra high voltage transmission level high voltage, right? So that's, that's basically the interface between the generating power plant and the transmission company.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: we're talking about having that, that client being, being or having an ownership about a generator and a transformer. So that's basically their tail. And with our system, um, we have um, specialized sensors for each individual asset. So we're talking about coupling capacitors, talking about bushing tap adapters in that case.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
2: have different acquisition units. But at the end of the day, all these different assets and with that, the different acquisition units and with that, the different decoupling methods can be connected to one holistic monitoring software. And that means that the uh, the owner of the plant, the owner of the asset have one holistic overview with all the data in regards to PD in one database. And from there, they can also connect it to different databases like uh, dashboards, like uh, SCADA in- system, SCADA integration. And that's really the benefit of having one overview and again like mentioned before is somewhat an expert system but having one interface where all pd related stuff is um is saved is analyzed is uh, is post processed. having one interface for that and that's the benefit of, of, of combining different uh monitoring systems of monitoring acquisition units into one system and obviously the more assets which are important to you, which are important to your process, the more assets you monitor, the more peace of mind you have to your complete process.
0: Patrick, thank you for that. Bogdan, how is Omicron involved with permanent online PD monitoring? What solutions are available and for which
1: types of equipment are they intended? I mean, I have to mention that Omicron is uh, present in the monitoring market with such monitoring solutions since approximately 2008. So there are some years uh, uh, back. And we have a PD monitoring solutions for high-voltage cables. They, it's called Mon- MonCablo. Uh, for rotating machines, uh, either generators or motors, they are called uh, Monjimo, And for power transformers, they are called Montrano. Mm-hmm. Very good. What does
0: a permanent online PD system consist of and is such a system
1: difficult to install and expand over time? Yeah, so uh, earlier uh, Patrick mentioned somehow uh, the components of the system, but I will elaborate a little bit. So first, PD sensors like capacitors for the rotating machine application. For the transformer, they are bushing tap adapter with sensors. And for the cables, we use high-frequency current transformers, or they are so-called uh, HFCTs. Um, These um, will be, of course, installed permanently, and they should uh, be very well designed in terms of uh, safety aspects, okay? Mm -hmm. Second, uh, we have the monitoring cabinet or acquisition unit, uh, which is connected to those uh, sensors. Uh, After that, the cabinet is then connected uh, to a... um, controller that can be a PC or server via fiber, fiber optic cable that uh, is located to, in the control room most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, such, such a system uh, I don't think is difficult to implement. It's uh, rather easy to handle and easy to expand over time with, with yeah, other units. Um, so, yeah, additional units can be connected to the uh, overall system. Um, without necessarily adding, as example, another controller or server, yeah um, uh, so all the units can be um, added to the same um, uh, computer. But this depends, of course, of how many assets are being monitored. OK. So you could literally start with one
0: piece of equipment and expand it to include your entire fleet at a particular location. Is that correct?: Right, that's correct. Okay, and you have one overview for all of those systems to view the, the, the trending and condition status of all of those assets in one area. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. What types of information are generated and how do they help asset managers make
1: timely decisions about asset maintenance or replacement? So, yeah, so that, that's a, a very uh, good question. So I would say, look, the, the uh, monitoring systems uh, are monitoring the asset 24-7. Yeah, mm-hmm. And in case of, of uh, um, the amplitude uh, is higher than the, than the configured thresholds that we do normally during uh, system commissioning, um, an alarm is triggered. And this alarm is being sent to the SCADA system uh, that is continuously supervised by personnel. So when when this happens, the user has the possibility to uh, consult the monitoring software to see what caused the alarm. Mm -hmm. So here I see a couple of possibilities. I mean, Patrick also mentioned that um, um, to take out really the advanced user or the expert is not really possible when we talk about PD. So uh, either one possibility would be that the advanced user is checking the system and using the advanced features to do uh, a more deeper investigation or evaluation, or the Mm -hmm. other possibility that I see is that the uh, customer is asking us, Omicron, for support with uh, data interpretation or consultancy services. Okay, very good. At any point in this time,
0: does it make sense to uh, do offline measurements or... Uh, can they make decisions based on this trending information alone?
1: I think um, the, the decision to do an offline measurement uh, can be taken based on the results coming from the monitoring system. Okay, very good. And uh, uh, but that would really be just
0: to locate the problem and to really figure out what's causing it. Is that correct?
1: Exactly. To confirm, the, the evaluation uh, from the online uh, case, yeah? And that's why you do the offline measurement, yeah. Okay. To confirm and locate. Yeah. Okay, but otherwise the online PD monitoring system
0: has the capability to really give you an overall uh, uh, status of the, of the condition uh, and even to be able to make decisions from that. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, having the 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 asset online is the is the best thing that you you can have. Yeah, because uh, all the stresses and uh, they are uh, real. Yeah, they are the real ones. Whereas when you test the an, an, an offline for dissipation factor, as example, then the voltage is much lower. So you don't have the right conditions to look when you look uh, in an uh, online environment. Yeah, and of course the um one of the let's say disadvantage would be that um w- when you're looking online uh, then the noise is higher yeah but of course the, you need a system that can fight against n- uh noise yeah with some some features which ours can do very good okay thank you Bogdan Patrick do you see the
0: trend for permanent online pd monitoring growing in the future and if so what are or will be the factors driving this trend a uh, short answer to this yes uh, I, I i truly believe
2: that the demand and the trend to have and to invest into pd monitoring systems will grow over time and definitely one of the factors driving that is that nowadays uh, it's all about cost effectiveness right so uh less insulation less layers of insulation less material uh better material yes but less mm-hmm. material so the general need to uh, to test that to test the optimized system yes it's an optimization on the one hand but on the other hand it's definitely getting rid of uh, additional safety layers additional risk uh, coverage and so on so the need to to really assess uh, assets in, in terms of insulation condition definitely grows over time because we are investing less in into, into the health of the insulation to begin with also assets maybe like 50 years ago, a generator was designed for 50 years of operation based on all the factors being involved. And today it should be cost effective. It should be, I, wanna, I don't want to say cheap, but it should be really coming for a reasonable price. And so you have to save money eventually on, on some of the things. So sure. also insulation will suffer from that. And and definitely the demand will grow over, like will grow high for that. And also that's another thing the awareness that uh, PD monitoring systems are there, that they can help the asset owners, can help the asset managers, the like the awareness for that is also growing. So A, the demand because of the, because just of the pure need is there, and also the awareness is growing. So these two, two factors are playing a role here.
0: So based on your knowledge and experience, you have given us many good arguments for implementing um, permanent online PD monitoring. What is the most persuasive argument, in your opinion, for implementing a permanent online PD monitoring system?
2: In my perspective, or from my experience, and, and this is not really looking too much into technical details. It's more or less looking in the philosophy of the application. The mm-hmm. customer, the customer has to see the benefit. So, if the customer is using a maintenance uh, plan like condition-based maintenance, risk-based maintenance, and so on um he can see the value and he's able to identify the value of a PD monitoring system at the end of the day obviously the the financial investment has to be the right investment and everything so that definitely plays a role but for the customer who understands that he or she can um, really use a system like a PD monitoring system and have some benefit from that because it's falling right into his uh, maintenance strategy that is in my opinion one of the most uh persuasive arguments. Um, again, I said it before, I'm not I'm not the guy the the, the the type of guy talking about a financial equation saying you invest x amount of euro, uh, and then you save so much money. Yes, that can play a role. And maybe for one customer, that's the most persuasive uh, justification there ever would be. Uh, but I truly believe uh, that uh, the philosophy of understanding how the usage of PD monitoring can fall into place with uh, maintenance strategies like uh, condition-based maintenance. And if the people are connecting these dots together, uh, then I don't have a hard time actually convincing the customer to use PD monitoring.
0: Very good. Patrick, thank you. Bogdan, where can our listeners get more information about permanent online PD monitoring systems from Omicron?
1: yeah um uh, Scott our listeners can visit uh, first of all our website www.omicronenergy.com and look at the uh, products and application uh, sections uh, there you can find plenty of material where partial discharge is explained and also our uh, monitoring equipment um, they can have um, they can find uh, scheduled trainings even and recording webinars yeah so a lot of information where you can you can learn. Um, additionally, I want to say that we, Omicron, are very active in, uh, in participating in the different conferences, uh, uh, IEEE magazines, SIGRE groups, and uh, of course, you can find uh, our work presented there as well.
0: Bogdan and Patrick, thank you very much for joining me for this episode of Energy Talks and for our discussion about when permanent online partial discharge
1: monitoring makes good sense for electrical equipment. Scott, it was a pleasure for me to be here and hope we can do um, more podcasts together. I hope so. Thank you.
2: Also from my side, Scott, thank you for having us again. Uh, thank you for those good questions. Uh, you can see we're really energetic about talking, talking about uh, PD marching. So if there's anything else we can discuss, we're more than happy to be here again.
0: And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Also, if you like what you hear and have not done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Energy Talks on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. This includes innovative solutions for partial discharge measurement and monitoring. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com. There, be sure to look under Applications to find matching Omicron solutions. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone.